everybody, welcome to the Payboard Academy. <laughs> uh, I'm your GM, Steven, and with me today, we got Chris. It's a me, a Chris. <laughs> a better Mario than a certain <laughs> white guy. Uh, Emily. It is me, Emily. Also better. Uh, Ian. It's me, Pedro Pascal, the gritty reboot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> and Michael. Papa. Yep, it's just Michael. Uh, hey, <laughs> welcome welcome to this podcast where we have fun with one another. Uh, we have lots of stuff that got deleted before this that was a great time. Um, and you'll never hear it, so... Unless you join our Patreon, or not. Maybe not. Well, <laughs> Maybe we, we might include all of that in the Patreon. Um, but speaking of Patreon, today is something we've been talking about for quite some time, but we are... Starting the, uh, this is the first episode of our Patreon campaign. Uh, you may be thinking, wow, I don't subscribe to the Faith Forge Academy Patreon. That's because out of the generosity of our hearts, we thought we'd share the first episode with you. Uh, but the rest of them are going to be, uh, exclusively on Patreon. So hope you love these characters in the story. Uh, before we jump in though, make sure you go to found familiar coffee, uh, and get some caffeine beans, uh, for your brains to survive in this, uh, world that we all are just trying to make it in and, None of us have enough sleep, so uh, the coffee's really good. Um, and then go to greenleafgeek.com and get yourself something nice. Maybe some maybe some pretty dice, or maybe a, a bag, or um, some stickers. Whatever whatever makes you feel happy inside. But mm-hmm. get that retail therapy. Uh, and at both of those places, uh, use the code FAYFORGE on checkout, and you get 10% off your orders. That does exclude custom sets of dice uh, from Greenleaf Geek. But the custom sets are a thousand percent worth it. Uh, Leah works with you to make your vision come to life. And um, my favorite set is the set that uh, Leah made for me. Uh, and so you should do the same for yourself. And uh, with that, let's uh, let's do this Patreon thing. And for those of you who wanted a happy, warm, fuzzy story, uh, like our normal story, uh, sorry. <clears throat> also, they didn't want that. They chose Haunted Prison Break. Y'all chose this. That's true. So. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you are not a patron and you want to change the direction of the story, seems like it's time for you to join the Patreon because our patrons get to vote on uh, the setting. The They chose all our uh, PCs, uh, races, and uh, classes. Um, currently, they are submitting uh, magic items that our characters may be able to find in this haunted prison break. Um, they're going to vote on creatures and all sorts of it's going to be so everything that happens to us is your fault Mm -hmm. as a listener Mm -hmm. and we're Mm -hmm. deeply grateful for (laughs) everything that you do if you subscribe for our patreon then it's your fault Mm -hmm. yeah the rest of you are just how much is our patreon again two bucks two bucks a month two dollars yeah two dollars and if you're at home making your own coffee you can definitely yeah coffee you say (laughs) i don't totally understand that connection but i'm for it um.
In the middle of the forests of Aurelia lies a wasteland, desolate, withered, and ruined. Magic is broken there, not gone like in much of Avastria, but wrong. And even as the rest of the world's magic has reawakened, the few who have tried to use any magic within the bounds of this wasteland have spoken only of the nightmares that followed. In the center of this wasteland lies a city, abandoned and ruined. But in the center of that city is one large structure, a hexagonal tower that pierces the horizon like an arrow pierces flesh. It stands amongst the ruins, untouched by time, windowless, without an entrance or exit, outside of time, waiting. The five of you are on a platform. It's atop this ziggurat-type structure, carved out of dark volcanic rock, a mode of molten rock and metal flow around you. Uh, you're bruised and bleeding, fighting for your life. For a quick moment, each of you tries to remember how you got here, but it's blank. The faces of some of your allies seem familiar. I mean, you can't place most of them. In the center is a tall, human-looking woman, her pale skin contrasting starkly with her purple hair and black, irisless eyes. She wields a sword dripping with blood. She smiles and looks at each of you. And as she looks at you, uh, what would she see? Why don't you describe what your characters look like, and your names, who you are? So, my character is a, like, 6, 8, 320-pound ranger-looking dude. He has, uh, he's a furbolg. He has, um, like, reddish, very deep red-brown skin. He has um, a piercing on his left eyebrow, one on his nose. Um, clean shape, like, not clean shape, but like five, five o'clock shadow, kind of gruff looking. Um, he has uh, dark, like, dark clothing on, like, leathers and stuff um, that are more dark uh, and, like, more, like, like a blackish purple, like, blurple. Um, as well as like on his skin, he also has like this, uh, either, yeah, he has like some sort of like, um, kind of like paint, like kind of that paint that he puts over his skin. That's more of that blurple type of stuff in like certain patterns to obfuscate his, his silhouette. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, uh, he has uh, hair that's, um, tied up in a, in a, in a man bun in a way. Um, and... Uh, I think that is what you see of, of Relozona. Uh, just uh, and he has, hes wielding a bow, and uh, in that 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 moment, if we're fighting things off, um, he's notching an arrow, trying to look for the next thing that he should be sinking some arrows into. Awesome, Bert. Why don't you go next? Yeah, I'll go. <clears throat> so, looking at Bert, you see. Uh, about a 5'10", uh, Owlin with, uh, taloned, uh, fingers and toes, and these large, um, sort of, uh, almost striped ochre wings, uh, lined with this soft pearlescent down feather on the interior. And he's wearing this fancy yet, uh, patchwork suit, um, these greenish-brown trousers and, uh, a yellow doublet, uh, and this very uh, voluminous sleeved uh, shirt underneath with a crimson red cravat. Um, and his feather pattern on his head 
um, is black and almost looks like uh, a fancy quaff um, with white markings around the eyes that almost look like spectacles. Uh, and he's got these very, very intense yellow eyes that reflect light um, in a somewhat unnerving way. And he carries with him uh, a gnarled wooden walking stick that has a wickedly sharp uh, silver tip at the bottom that looks like it could absolutely impale somebody. Um, and he he's one to wait in the shadows. Um, and so, as you see him, he's probably just in a corner, uh, patiently uh, tapping his talons on the table. Zinc. <clears throat> Zinc is a very tall, lanky bugbear, but he's hunched over, his long arms almost touching the ground. He's got a large, wide-brimmed hat, coveralls, and there is just a mild, sporous cloud around him as he sniffles and drags his fingers through his, his hair and his beard. As he looks to this woman in the center, uh, you can see at his side, he's got a little purse, and he's sort of like holding, holding it at the ready, almost as if there's a there, there's a creature inside. He's just waiting to unleash, and his eyes are narrow, yellow, and he just sort of hawks a, a just a nice phlegmy spit right at the ground next to himself as he stares this woman down. And Mirage. Uh, Mirage is a uh, somewhat tall, about 5'10", super lanky uh, humanoid individual with um, pale, almost parchment white skin. Uh, Their kind of cotton white hair is uh, short in awkward places and long in other awkward places. Sort of a banged pixie cut with a mullet uh, type of a deal. Uh, they are wearing um, pretty simple, like, cotton or wool pants. They're wearing black fingerless gloves and have this uh, button-down tunic that is open almost all the way to the belt, this very dingy, dirty-looking shirt. Um, they also have the, this capelet, this black uh, high-collared capelet that they are wearing. It's, it's probably uh, pretty well shredded. Um in our current circumstance. And uh, he also has these sort of taller black leather boots. Um, Their eyes are sort of this milky pupilless color with gray shadow that kind of indicates where they're looking. Um, I imagine they probably look pretty beat up indeed. Um, And uh, I also have to imagine that regardless of the circumstance that brought us here, Mirage probably has a a mixture of disgust and impatience, but maybe also like a little bit of an impressed look on his face uh, regarding their adversary. Uh, Because this is pretty hardcore. Like looking around, this is pretty legit, pretty metal. So um, yeah, I think that's what you would see looking at Mirage. Okay. And the last of the group is Beauregard who I'm going to only give a brief description and let Adelaide, when she is back, uh, do more justice. But there's an Air Genasi woman dressed in um, kind of finer clothes than the rest of you, panting across the way um, with a little bit of blood dripping from her blue skin um, and her light blue hair, sort of matted to her face with sweat. 
um, panting heavily. This woman in the middle, though, she's well armored. This sword she carries, um, this great sword, um, as she as she stands, it just the tip of it drags on the ground, and she turns and looks at each of you. She says, "Pathetic, <laughs> each of you, get up, cowards!" And as each of you tries to ready yourself once more, a flurry of attacks come raining down. So this woman in the center, this sword kind of, it sparks as she turns and looks at you, the, the metal grating across this, um, this volcanic-like rock. Takes a step towards Bo, with a 17 will hit for 16 slashing damage. And as this sword um, just slashes down, you watch Bo, Beauregard just drop to her knees and then slouch to the ground. Um, rapidly, she moves quickly um, right towards you, Mirage, uh, and takes uh, oh. another another swing. Uh, 17 oh. to hit. I mean, yes, that will do it. Uh, for 20 slashing damage. I mean, I'm dead. Uh, <laughs> uh, as this sword just goes plunging right into your gut. Um, Jeez. Uh, as, and as you feel that steel pierce your flesh. Mirage, what would be your final thought? Ooh, um... Oh, that's a good one. I think, uh, yeah, seeing Bo go down so quickly, there's this like, oh shit moment. And then she whirls around and does the same thing to me. Uh, and I think, honestly, Mirage's final thoughts are, oh, that was a why she could have been part of my, uh, well, no, no matter. I'm just going to go down. Okay. And the other three of you, as you watch her fall, Raylo, it is your turn. Uh, I'm going to see that and just... Uh... Oh shit! And I'm just going to like uh, turn invisible for now. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm just using hidden step, okay. so I'll, I'll appear at my next turn. But that's 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 so I'm, I'm gonna like go in biz and like maybe try and find like some high ground. I don't know if there's any of these pillars are like crumble enough so I can get to the top of. Um, maybe. Yeah, you could. You could try. You could try to climb one of them. They're they're definitely like chipped, and there's there's pieces. Give me an athletics check. Yeah, yeah, I'll attempt to do that. There's lava and crumbling things. You might as well try and get the high ground. I'm gonna go out like I'm gonna go out like what's his name Vader. Uh, <laughs> what what kind of check do you want from me? Uh, athletics. Ni- Nineteen. Okay, yeah, you're able to scale that fairly easily. Uh, you're you're now about um, uh, ten feet up. There's like a cool. like a ten foot platform. It's been chipped off. But you're able to find your footing and stuff. Okay. Uh, great. Uh, I will notch an arrow, and that'll be it for me. I'm just trying to, like, maybe get some good shots in. I don't want to, like... Yeah. Did I, did I do that right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Mirage, I need you to make a death save. What? <laughs> uh, the indignity. Oh, that's a nat one. Oh. Okay, so that's two fails. <laughs> That's a wow. <laughs> she just got to step on you. Jeez, okay. Uh, what was the backup character that the. Uh, <laughs> Hope you guys didn't get too attached to this art. <laughs> oh, damn it. Bert, it's your turn. Chris, you got to rally. That art costs money. <laughs> and Bert, it's your turn. <laughs> so, seeing all of this, um, he's going to give a large flap of his wings um, and fly up into the... How tall is the ceiling? Um, It's pretty tall. Um, Great. Um, yeah. I'm going to use my full 
full movement uh, flying, which will just be 40 feet. Um, but instead of just like rising straight up, um, he flaps his wings and digs his talents into the wall, and it almost looks like he's running sideways up the wall, um, up 40 feet, and then finds a little stone to perch on uh, and very much adopts a gargoyle pose and glowers down at this woman. Uh, as you as you kind of get to the top, you notice that this stone that you're, especially the further away you get, the stone that you're um, climbing up and, and crouching on, there's like shadow moving within it. Um Mm. Almost as though it is alive. Uh, anything else on your turn? Ew. Um, <laughs> yeah, I poke at the shadow with the tip of my staff. <laughs> uh, the I need you to make a strength check or save. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm going. <laughs> uh, digital rolling because I did. Oh. It's a natural twenty. Okay. Uh, you feel this. You feel Damn. the shadow like grip, grip onto your staff, um, and you're able to to rip it out from that, and the shadow disperses momentarily. Um, anything else on your turn? Uh, that's gonna be it. Okay. Uh, Zinc it is over to you. On your turn, uh, though, at the beginning, uh, she looks at you and says, "I see your allies are abandoning you." Zinc. Uh reaches into his mouth, pulls a little mushroom out, <laughs> looks at it, puts it in his pocket, <clears throat> looks her in the eyes and said, no friends of mine. And then... Damn. I know, right? Cold. Damn. Zinc is going to uh, take that, uh, take, like, his hand, and as he, like, as he, like, shows her like the palm of his hand it's just covered in these little spore droplets and they all erupt into thunder wave oh uh is she within 15 feet of of zinc uh you'd have to move a little bit but he will absolutely advance and i think uh they're five they're five foot squares okay there she is one two yeah one two three four right they were right there just Bamf. And she needs to make a constitution save. Go that to d20 here. Wait, is this, what are you doing again? Is this an AO? What is happening? You might be getting launched Whoa. into the lava. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. Let's rage. I don't know you people. <laughs> uh, 20. So, oh gosh, yeah, Chris does get caught in that. Damn it. <laughs> All right, well... Well, Biscuit, uh, you, how many de- failed death saves do you have, Chris? Two. Well. D- yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry well, about it. Do what you got to uh, If you do. save, you'll take only half damage, which will give you another failed death save. So. Oh, okay, cool. Um, okay, hold on. Okay, Zinc's not that heartless. He's going to take one. He's going to move here. Just catch her in the blast. So. <laughs> I know, right? Jesus I just think it's Christ. funny. Uh, she's going to need to make a constitution save, DC 13. Uh, that's a 20. Okay. So she only takes... Half damage. Uh, that looks like two. Yes. Okay. She takes two points of thunder damage. Uh, as that hits, she just chuckles. Um, Bo, does one of you want to roll a death save for Bo? Hold on. Uh, not done oh, yet. Okay. Don't let me as do a, it. As a bonus action, uh, those mushrooms are going to start to like 
uh, extend and start growing, growing, growing until he's holding like this giant mushroom stalk, and that's going to be him casting Shillelagh as a bonus action. Oh, that's cool. I love that. Does anyone want to roll for Bo for a death save? I can do it. <laughs> I'll do the honors. Oh, <laughs> bye, Bo. <laughs> I feel like Michael's going to roll good in this in this game. Seventeen. Okay. Nice. Hey, no, Hell yeah. Uh, no. Should never have doubted you. So, yeah, M. <laughs> I eat my words. Uh, at the beginning of the round, uh, M, I need you to make an athletics check. Oh, bro. <laughs> um, that actually. Mm, let's see. Um, okay. Uh, what does a twenty-two do you? Uh, no. because uh, that seventeen what? that you see in there is a plus eight. Um. Uh, so as you had poked at that shadow um, it sort of dispersed you watch as the rock around you um, the shadow starts to pour from it it wraps around you and throws you back towards the ground um, which I believe every 10 feet of falling um, is a d6 correct of damage correct uh, what if I have hollow bones? Uh, then it's probably 2d6. <laughs> oh, oh, retraction, retraction. <laughs> my bones, my bones. Um, yeah, as it, as it wraps around your wings and restrains you and slams you into the ground, you take 14 bludgeoning damage. Ooh, spicy. And then uh, Raylo, she kind of just smiles at this owl that has been slammed back onto the ground. This I'll deal with you in a minute. Uh runs towards you uh, and is going to take another swing. Uh, that's a 20... At, at me? Or, at sorry, me at, or... not Raylo. Um, excuse me, Zinc. I gotta get used oh. to y'all's, y'all's character names again. Um, at Zinc. For a 27 to hit. Uh, which does 11 slashing. <laughs> Zinc's still up. Yeah. And then she's gonna... Oh, you can tell she's almost disappointed but as she has moved, I forgot she could do this. <laughs> you watch. As I don't think Stephen likes us anymore. <laughs> uh, she swings. You, you feel that kind of cut through some of your, like the mushrooms and into your skin. Um, and that darkness that slammed the owl like kind of flies towards her and, and, and engulfs her. And you watch this, this power come from her as it, as it elevates her. It turns her from this like um, six, six foot woman into appearing to be almost eight feet tall, this power just emanating. And I need all of you to make a constitution save as as that power comes to her, it pushes out. I feel like Raylo should have to make uh, a wisdom save for tall mommy. <laughs> <laughs> I would fail every time. <laughs> Will you repeat that, Steven? You need to make a con save. Me too? No, because you actually, the damage just happens. Okay. So I'm just dead. So that was a 21 for Zink. Eight. <laughs> Ten. Okay, so you all take uh, 18 necrotic damage, whether you saved or not. Oh. Those of you who failed the save oh. are blind. Cool. Okay. Uh, what if we're dead? Uh, then you're unconscious. Um, Wait, are you? Are, is your character dead? Oh, no, or? no, I, I'm, I'm KO'd. Sorry, KO. not, not dead dead. Gotcha. I'm dead dead. Oh my god, that's right. Jeez, you had two Fidel failed death saves. Yeah, yeah. I have, I, I have something. Whenever the sequencing, and we will get to that in a second. That also means um, uh, that's a failed death save for um, Bo. for Bo as well. 
Okay, zinc, zinc also goes down. Okay, then that doesn't, doesn't apply. I, Go ahead. I am... Yeah, I'm also going down, so what you're going to see is I'm just going to fall off this, like, pillar thing that I was on. Uh, well, you don't see it. You just you just hear you just hear a crunch, which happens, and then I apparate. Like, I show up back from invisibility, and so what happens is, like, I fell headfirst, and I crunch my neck. As, but you hear the crunch, and you also see me come back from invisibility at the same time. So as, as all of you lose consciousness... Uh, I want to know what is what is kind of the last thought that goes through your head. We heard we heard mirages. I the last thing that goes through my head is I feel like I let the environment down and also <laughs> my 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 tofu Tammy is I hope she has a good life and I'm out. Amazing. Uh Birdie's last words in his head are just uh I'm sorry I failed you again. Uh, Zink's like entire personhood is just filled with little stashes of mushrooms everywhere. So Zink knows that he's going to be well taken care of, and his body will be decomposed. So his his, his last thought is like, "Mushroom babies, I hope I fed you well." <laughs> um, and as all of you lose consciousness, the last thing you hear um, outside of this like power emanating or mirage is you felt that sword. Each of you hears a whisper in this. Same woman's voice, uh, though you don't see her mouth move. Welcome home, and everything goes black. Hey, this is Steven. I want to talk to you real quick about Tabletop News. Tabletop News is the official stop for all things tabletop. And look, if you're anything like me, reading articles, trying to scroll through Twitter, um, watching one YouTube channel that links to another YouTube channel that links to an article, it's a lot of work to stay on top of the news in the tabletop world. And so this is a really awesome show that needs your help to come to life. So go to Kickstarter, links in our show notes, help them turn this dream into a reality where um, you have a fast paced show uh, to get all the news that you need uh, to know what's going on in the tabletop world. Uh, the Kickstarter is live through April 20th. All right, let's get back to the show. The darkness seems to embrace each of you. You're floating in almost a sea of nothing. You stir a little bit, each of you. You feel the weight of a soft down comforter on your skin. A pillow cradles your head. As you open your eyes, you're in a dimly lit room. You breathe in. The air is stale and damp. Which I guess actually to zinc that actually might smell appealing because you can definitely smell a ripe environment for fungus. There's a small desk in the middle of this almost rectangular shaped room most of your things are gone save for your clothes uh, you're exhausted each of you your hair is wet with sweat there's small stain of dried blood on your pillow but sitting at that desk in the middle of this room is a skeleton dressed in fine silk suit with a blue jacket and silver embroidery small spectacles sit on the ridge of what remains of his nose and cheekbones you hear kind of the clattering of his bones um, as the fingers tap on the desk. As each of you awakens, all oh, good, you're awake. I hope you feel rested. We uh, try to treat all our guests with the best amenities available. My name is Frederick, and I will be your host for the rest of your days. How might I be of service to you? Oh, I think I hit my head harder than I thought. 
Is that skeleton talking to you as well? Are we all in the same? Mm-hmm. Which, if you if you are on roll twenty, um, there is a new map. Ooh, I like this map. Ooh, I can see there's a door. Uh, Do we have chicken nuggets and juice? <laughs> so yeah, to answer your question, Chris, uh, you are all. This is this is the room that you are all in. Um, each of you is in a bed, uh, and you all have one point of exhaustion as well, actually. One level of exhaustion. Oh, cool. Oh, that's pretty rude of you, but okay. Love exhaust. Are we otherwise mechanically long rested? Do yes. you want us to mark that? Yes, you are long rested. But, Bert, as you sort of asked that question, uh, the the head of the skeleton swivels. You did not uh, take too, too hard of a blow to the head, I don't believe. Um, you've all been resting for a few days now. Um, but I'm I'm as real as as you are. Uh, this is the the skeleton is that see there it is. Zing's gonna sort of like walk up uh, to this skeleton as you oh. as you try to get out of your bed. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you feel this uh, comforter tighten, mm. and almost like it doubles in weight or triples in weight. And I need you uh, at disadvantage to make a strength check. <laughs> <gasps> Disadvantage strength check. Woo-hoo. It's a nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. as you as you try to sit up, um, as it, it tightens down and pulls you back, uh, Friedrich's head kind of twists. His body is staying in one spot, uh, but his head sort of twists all the way around from facing Bert, kind of in the south of this room, uh, to you on the northern side in your bed, uh, and says, "Now, now, um, you need to rest. Uh, you've had a hard time coming to this place." But, but as soon as I leave the room, uh, your beds will happily allow you to move about your space. Mm, Zink doesn't want to keep his arms and legs inside the bed anymore. Mm, what's the meaning of this? I don't know. I'll rather like it. <laughs> Friedrich, was it? Yes. Is that what you said your name yes. was? Friedrich. Uh, but this is for my safety uh, and for your safety. What? You worried someone's going to kill you a second time? It's not so much killing, it's 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 scattering me where I, mm. I can't get back together. And that's 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 been a problem in the past that we've rectified. That's valid. Right. So so are we just meant to to stay here or, or what are, what's do you, and I've uh, Mirage has kind of rolled over onto one elbow, so I'm laying very comfortably in these sheets. <laughs> I have not at all attempted to leave. I'm just making myself a little more comfortable. Um, well, for the time being, uh, you have the freedom to do whatever you wish, um, as long as you use that freedom, uh, within this room. Oh, well, that's not such a bad idea then. Get up, stretch my legs, uh, probably kind of, uh, kick the side of Bo's bed as I get up. I need you to make a strength check with, um, disadvantage. Yeah, I'm gonna try it. He said we could do anything we want. Uh, oh, at disadvantage. Mm-hmm. LOL. Hmm. Um, that is a seven. Yeah. As you as you start to to move upward to get out, it pulls you back down. And says, oh, I see that we oh, have... Oh, so we can do anything except get up and scatter you. That's the other thing we're not allowed to do. That's what you said, right? Yes. Yes, I guess. I guess. So two things we're not allowed to do. You should really put that uh, just up front. While I'm in the room. Once I'm out of the room. Please. Be my guest. And when do you think that might be? Oh, in moments. What have you got to say to us, Bone Man? 
I'm just welcoming. I said oh. his name's Friedrich, actually. Thank you. I, I appreciate you caring about my name. Um, oh, I'm just, I'm just welcoming you. Uh, there are four meals here for you. Um, and uh, if you need anything else, uh, yell really loud and I might show up. Have a wonderful stay. Fair enough. Um, slides the chair back and starts shambling. Um, uh, reaches his like incredibly skinny arms through um, through this um, very classic like jail cell looking door um, with with metal bars. Uh, reaches through, unlocks the unlocks the door, puts a key back in his pocket, opens it up. You hear it slam again, and he and he closes it. Um, have a lovely day. And he shambles off. And the five of you. Thanks, Friedrich. You're very welcome. I'm. He's not so bad. I'm sure we're going to be great friends. I'm probably not, but <laughs> I I swivel my head 180 degrees um, to look at Zinc, um, and I go, "Oi, been a minute since we've been in the slammer together, ain't it?" Zinc's eyes narrow. Looks at Bertie. Looks at Bert. I remember you. Yeah, what'd you do this time, eh? I, I, and Zinc kind of like screws his eyes up and like he's thinking real hard. I don't remember. I don't remember how I got here at all. Yeah, me neither. And he's going to really struggle hard to get out of this bed. Do the, does, does, the du, does the duvet dampen his ability to nope. get out of the bed? All right. Nope. Yeah, he's, he's going he's gonna to get out of the bed, and he's going to take those covers. He's going to take them off of the bed. He's going to put them on the ground. He's going to step on them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, they act just like normal <clears throat> bed covers. Mm, yeah, no, you don't got a lot to say now, do you? <laughs> it's just bubbling at them. <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out the, like, sit up on the bed. Like, sit up. Um, I want to go to crack my neck. Does it is it extra cracky because of the first crack or no? No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's real. I fuck. I um. Do they have any coffee? And I just like look around to see if there's any like coffee around. Uh, on the desk there are four small plates of food and four cups. Um, it looks like it's just water though. Um. Okay, uh, I want to I want to get up and just head towards the the table of food, um, and uh, if there's like a roll or something that's more like hearty, I'm just gonna sit down and like chew it. Like you know how like people who are like trying to have a machismo about them, I'm just gonna like go ahead and take a big bite and like chew and like look around at the three of them. Like who are these who are these people? Um, and and uh, and kind of see how this all shapes out. Yeah, as you as you approach approach the table, um, what what kind of stands out is these plates are are very nice. Um, they're ceramic. Um, each of them has like this little gold trim around it. Uh, the meal is has uh, a nice cut of steak. It it appears there's some fresh roasted vegetables. Um, each comes with with a couple rolls smells almost like sourdough uh it's it's they're nice meals uh, just, outside of the water yeah i'm gonna say um oh they could be bothered with um with all this nice food but they they don't have any coffee I, yeah. 
What kind of fucking place is this? And just like, kind of be upset, but like, I'm a, I'm a eat. Like, I don't know what shit we're getting into, but homie's gonna be eating. <laughs> this is the yard, you know. You gotta, you gotta get your weight up when you can. <laughs> I have a question. You said four meals. Does that mean that Bo is not in? Oh no, there Bo's, Bo's in there with you. Oh. Because I already took their plate. <laughs> um, First step, Steven, show dominance. Are there any mice or rats <laughs> running around, perchance? Uh, no, there are not. Hmm. All right. Then I'm going to get up and walk over to the food. Uh, and I sort of just poke at the steak with one talon um, and, like, tear off a piece really slowly and then just take that and take it back to my bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you want the rest of your food? Are you just no, saving it for later? Help yourself. All I need's a bit of meat. Uh, I'll grab the plate, their plate, and I'll just slide all the stuff off it. Like, not with, like, a fork, just, like, literally lift the plate tilt. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then, yeah. Um, I'm also looking at the door the person went through. Uh, does it look like it looked closed behind them? Or is it like Yeah, it was it was closed and locked. Closed and locked. Okay. Alright. Yeah, so that's that's And you can actually you can see through that door. Uh, but it's just it it Oh I should move my, my It appear my it appears to just lead into a to a hallway. You can't see much. There's a couple chests that aren't on the on the map against the hallway. Um, which actually if you look closely, uh, you see one of them uh, written on the front says Raylo. One of the chests. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh. But that's outside. Like I just see it through like the the door, mm-hmm. like bars. Mm-hmm. I think as uh, people are starting to kind of go back and and do whatever they're doing, uh, I Mirage is gonna very uh, nonchalantly approach, take a look at this spread, look around at the people in the room, like one, two, three, four. Uh, one, two, th- one, two, three, four, five. Hmm. All right. Not going to ask that question right now. And I'm going to uh, just dump all of the food that's remaining on all of the plates and use uh, Zinc's blanket that's on the ground to start carefully wiping the plates clean. And I'm going to store them in my like bum bag. It's like this foot by foot <laughs> satchel that, uh, or I don't have it, but I'll just store it. Uh, in my, I guess I'll put it uh, in, in my bed for now. I'm just gonna stack them really neatly. The silverware, the plates—you never know. Uh, Zinc, Zinc definitely approaches the food, just sort of like, kind of like pushes through it, picks through it. Uh, probably like leaves an absolute inedible mess behind, but certainly doesn't take all of the food. And then sort of it goes back to his bunk, uh, the bed. Uh, Zinc, Zinc. Something that would stand out to you is there are definitely I don't know if this this matters or not to zinc, but okay. in the in the roasted vegetables there are mushrooms that have been roasted. <laughs> Monster! <laughs> my son, that's my boy. <laughs> so I'll say at this point in his career, zinc is zinc is used to like. I mean, it, it, on one level, yeah, it's horrifying for Zinc because in, in Zinc's mind, mushrooms are people, but also he's been doing this f- with us for a long time. So he'll he'll look, he'll look at the mushrooms. And he'll he'll pick he'll put the mushrooms out, and and he'll he'll set them aside, and, and with, with a single tear going down his eye, says, "I that bone man's gonna pay." Oh my god, <laughs> friends of yours. Uh, 
Mm. Can't say I knew them, but they deserve better than this. Sorry, old chap. Are you, are you eating those? Uh, is, is it fine if I can have them? Well, I wouldn't ask him to sacrifice any mushrooms if I were you. He's a bit touchy on the subject. Oh, okay. I um. Oh, sure. I I I, I think I understand. Maybe. <laughs> and uh. <laughs> but still, gonna put like stab a, a mushroom with a fork and like and just like not even think about it and like eat it <laughs> um Beauregard stands and just kind of quickly grabs a little bit of food and goes back and sits on her bed and starts eating and so as the five of you are in here kind of snacking at some food what do you do uh I'm gonna look at that door um see if there's like I have a fork, um, and maybe some... I assume we have some utensils. Well, you're, um, you're going to have to negotiate. Not if you didn't grab them. <laughs> I guess he, he was eating first, so he does have his fork and knife. Yeah, you have your utensils, you do. <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> Try and take Those that from eating me. with their hands. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, go to the door and see if there's any way I can, like, locky-picky it or do something. Um, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. give it an investigation check first. Okay. Yikes. This is where all goes downhill when I do things that maybe matter. <laughs> oh! Man, 20. Oh, nice. nice. Who is this? Um, New Michael, who this? I, are you for ready real? for me to be really mean? Yes. You have a level of exhaustion. Uh, oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hit that natural one, baby. <laughs> Brutal. Okay, fifteen. Okay, that's fifteen. Um, yeah, as you look at it, have you have you been in any sort of prisons before? I'm an eco terrorist okay, for sure. I, mean, I, I just don't know if this is the first time you've been caught or not. Yeah, it's it's not anything special. It's a pretty standard like um, sort of padlock like um, metal metal structure. Typically, you need a key, um, but from what you can tell, it's not. Unpickable. Alright. Um I'll break or bend or manipulate like some of the tines of the fork and uh and just have one out and then try and like finagle the lock. I can't believe I know the word tines. What's wrong with me? <laughs> um and then I will try and the okay. the lock. Uh yeah, make a are you proficient in thieves tools or anything of that nature? Sure ain't. Okay. Um, I'm just going to need you to make a straight dex check with disadvantage. Okay, 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 okay. 17. Who is this? Who am I? Who am I? Who's Michael's this? So the rest of you are watching as as, um, this big furball kind of reaches an arm through. I feel like your forearm might even get a little bit stuck. Um between these bars. Sure. Um, but you hear it kind of scraping around. You hear that, that sort of like metal twisting. And then you hear and you pull on it and that that padlock kind of opens up mm-hmm. and you've, you you unlock the door. I, I'm, I'm not like, I'm, I'm not completely unlocking everything. Um, 
and like unclicking it, it's like unlocked, but I haven't like taken the bolt out of the mm-hmm. thing yet. I'm gonna just pull my arm out. It's gonna take a while <laughs> for me to pull my arm out because like I have to remember not to flex it. Well, have you ever been like so stuck that you have to like very, very be very cognizant of like how your muscles are flexed and not flexed? Mm-hmm. It's gonna take a little second, and then uh, it's gonna come out, and I'm gonna go finish the rest of my meal. Uh, I don't know if anyone else is doing anything, and I and then at the last bite, I'm just gonna be like, I the the door is unlocked now. I don't. Boy. Um, You've been here before. No, I. This is new for me. What, jail or, or this one in particular? Ah, uh, this one in particular. <laughs> Anyone else been here before? It's a voice of a perfectly good fork, but. <laughs> Wait, what was the question? You, uh. You've been held up here before. This. This here. Establishment. Me? No, I'm, uh, I have no idea why I'm here. Completely innocent, as, you, as I'm sure you can imagine. Uh, I'm sure we can imagine that. Zink's never been here before. Zink would like to leave. Do I know, you, bud. Do, did you two say that you know one another? Oh, let's just say this ain't my first time in lockup. Neither is Zink's. Zink, like, is gonna, like, walk up to Bert. Like, stare real, real hard at Bert. Like, maybe get a little bit inside their personal space. And then lean back, turn around, look at Mirage and say, I know this, Bert. Good, good. Uh, yeah, that's that's um, totally a normal way to answer that question. Um, so, are you done eating? Are we going to go now? Or, or do we want to um, stay and chit-chat? The linens are nice, I'll admit that. Well, I know Bert, but I don't know any of you. Especially you over there, real quiet, not saying much. Points at Beauregard. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Beauregard just returns that stare. Uh, uh, Oh, well, uh, yeah, sorry, didn't mean to be rude there. My name is Mirage, um... I don't, uh, again, you know, this is just so out of my element. I'm not um, not accustomed to uh, this sort of, um, uh, you know, uh, the. it's a little dingy down here, don't you think? It's a prison. Right. I'm surprised they even fed us real food. Well, I mean, that's, don't you have to feed prisoners to keep them alive? ha. <laughs> Uh, I I think what um, I think what Bertie's laughing at is that I've definitely been in prisons where they do not feed you any sort of food. Um, oh, but again, I have no frame of reference. I've never been in trouble in my life, so. Oh, I see. That's why I'm eating everybody's food because we may not have another opportunity. Also, I have a question for. Yeah, but and uh, and Bertie, are you are you like a couple? What is going? How do you know each other? Uh, how, how do how do I know who? Yeah. Big mushroom guy over there. That's, that one, yes. Yeah, that's Bert. I'm Zinc. Oh, I meant Zinc. I'm sorry. Right, he's asking if you've ever, you know, twiddled diddlies or anything like that. Have you ever had a snuggle or a smooch in all your time in lookup? Is that that's what he's trying to get at? 
And honestly, inquiring minds do want to know. <laughs> That's very candid. I did not voice it in this type of way, but uh, very straightforward to the point. I sure. All right, no, Emily. I got you. I got Emily, you. we got to establish context here. Have our have our characters ever? What, what was it? No, no. I, I think Twiddle you're diddly. way too Twiddle, involved in mushrooms. Twiddle diddlies. That's how you twiddle diddly sometimes, though. <laughs> I mean, you have a bumped you... mushrooms, is what you're asking? Right, right, right. I, I don't I, think I'm a. I'm a fungi shaped enough for this bloke here. I think he'd much rather prefer to be among the uh, spores, if you know what I mean. Uh, uh. no, are you saying he fucks mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I, I never seen him closer to anything but a mushroom. Listen, okay, we're not I- here to judge. I think I'm well fed. I think we've had some good conversation. I think I'm going to uh, open this fucking door Be- before, right now. Before you open the door, um, would w- the rest of you would you have been doing anything else? Kind of because it, it wouldn't. It's not like he just popped it open in, in five seconds. But kind of while he finished his food and um, and unlocked the door, would you all have been doing anything else in this space? Uh, Zinc would have found a nice little corner to uh, take the roasted mushrooms and basically feed them to other mushrooms that he has on his person. <laughs> and I'm actually going to pick this corner over here with this this grate that seems really... Mm, I don't know. There's something about this grate. Mm-hmm. What about that grate? It seems great. Kinda, it seems, great. It seems great. Little, I, don't, I don't know. I wouldn't say it seems great. I say it seems a little ungrate. Uh, it's it we, it we seems like it's great? not doing its job very well. Yeah, it seems like it's not so great. A little askew, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, so he he's gonna kind of go over here and he's gonna like you know take some some like the larger, more predatory carnivorous mushrooms and just like feed them the corpses of these other mushrooms while he stares down into this grate. Does it look like it's large enough for him to fit down? It would be a tight squeeze, but you probably could. Um, before before you do that, though. One thing oh, he's not going to go look down directly. He's just oh, looking. Okay. At it. Yeah, you could. Um, you could probably. You might have to squeeze your shoulders in a little bit, but you could get down. And there. and and does it look like a pretty like he can see in there? He's got sixty foot dark vision. Does it look like a like go down a little bit and then start like going under the floor, or is it like a go down a long ways kind of thing? Um, from what you can tell, it looks like it goes down a, somewhere between twenty and thirty feet. Uh, okay. And. It looks like it's connected to sewage. Uh, as you look to your right, um, if you're facing that wall, you do notice there's a latrine in this room. Oh, over here? Yeah, so right there. Uh, and this looks very wet at the bottom. All right. Uh, Zinkle's share information with the party. And basically, you know, as we look at the the door leading out, Zing's also going to point to that grate and say, Ooh, got other options, too. Smellier, but less open I'll I'll stop what I'm doing um like before I like open the door uh and I called okay um maybe I'm gonna actually check let's see if this like door is trapped in any way on it you know because yeah, I uh like if there's another way out like maybe my rello is not is not new to jail or some sort of thing. It's like, well, if I don't have to bother with this, so I guess I will, if I can check. Uh, so we'll use your earlier investigation role. Um, Mm -hmm. you do notice there are some, what appear to be some like arcane markings on the door. Uh, 
Can you give me an Arcana check? Oh, sure. With this is on Ooh, I was on a roll. It's a three. Uh, you're not exactly sure what they mean. You do know they're connected to the door. Um, Zinc, the other thing you kind of notice as you look by this grate that has been moved, or it's askew, it's it's not broken. Um, mm. uh, on the wall, just kind of right beyond it, uh, there are tally marks. Lots of them. In groups of five, like kind of traditional one, two, three, four, slash, one, two, three, four, slash. Um, if you do the math on them, there's 463. Uh, Zing takes off his shoes to complete that calculation. <laughs> oh, he's going to also be like, I'm going to say, I um, I think this, uh, we may have to go down that uh, piss hole that, the, uh, that you found right there. This, uh, there is some magics here that I, um, I'm quite unsure of. Um... So I'm going to stop finagling with the door uh, as I notice the arcane things. Unless one of you can interpret some of this magic, say, the piss hole that uh, Zinc found might be our way out. I can't believe I'm about to say it, but I'll take the piss hole over the magic hole. That's a a little unsavory. Um, I'm going to walk over and look at what Raylo was looking at. Uh, you can make a similar arcana check. Uh, arcana 17. It, it's also at disadvantage because of the point of exhaustion. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Uh, 14. 14? Uh, it looks like it's the alarm spell. Oh. Um, uh, I think <clears throat> Mirage is, um... I think Mirage is pretty clever, uh, but he's going to pretend that this takes him a long time and it's requiring just arduous thought, um, kind of like stroking their chin and leaning close like, mm, oh, that's complicated. That's very complex. That's impressive. Um, right. Uh, you know, I don't think uh, this is all that. I mean, it's just a little alarm. So, you know, it's just a, it's it's not. Species. So, you know, there's, there's a little bit of a, I would say, an advantage, personally. Oi, uh, okay, so we do not have to go down the piss hole then. We can, uh, it's just a simple alarm, I don't... Uh, right, yeah, I mean, it is going to make an alarm go off. We probably won't hear it. If it if it works, as, as I remember, uh, it's going to go off somewhere else. You got any way of disarming it? Uh, well, here's the thing. The Izar method is not really, uh, we don't really cover that sort of thing. Um, but, I mean, there's just ways around it. Can't we just all, uh, you all are pretty adept at, I assume, you know, just boop, boop, boop. Should we just, uh, poof right on out there? Just skip past the door and all? I don't, how does one move from one place to another without walking through? I don't know the exact science or anything behind it. Um, don't tell anybody I said that. But basically, you just, you know, you walk like you're going to go somewhere, but then you're just there instead of having to walk there. It's easy. Mm. I could teach you if you'd like. Here, I'm going to, um, out of my, like, inner breast pocket, there's, like, one remaining uh, folded into eighths flyer that I'm going to 
Oh, yeah, this is the one. And I'm going to hand it to uh, Raylo. And it's just, if, uh, if you unfold it, it's like this printed um, printed flyer uh, that's like really poorly decorated with a border and everything. Uh, and there's a bunch of text. Uh, it's it's an advertisement of some kind. But this... What is this? Is this an ad? Is this a joke? It's not a joke. Um, that's my blood, sweat, and tears you're holding right there, sir. Uh, you know, I'm just... I have a certain set of skills, as you can see. Disarming alarms isn't one of them. You just gotta be, you know, a little more... Just don't get caught, really. Not again. Not that I've ever been in trouble. You're not gonna have a good time in here if you ain't willing to get a little piss on you. That came out different. (laughs) Again. Not really sure I understand two of you in that dynamic, but I am in support of it. All right. What is being talked about? I don't under. I cannot follow. You are very. You're also very fast at speaking. Zink agrees. All right. Are we going through the door or are we going down the hole? Could I just test something. Um, can I... Oh, let me see something here. <clears throat> uh, I just want to try something and just see what happens. I'm gonna... I'm still by this door. Um, I would like to... Uh, I have my hands in my back in my pockets, uh, this very casual sort of leaning against the door frame. But I want to start wiggling my fingers in one of those pockets and manifest a mage hand outside of the door if possible. Yeah. Yeah, the mage hand appears. Oh, that's nice to know it still works. All right. And I want to try to get it to open uh, the chest that has my name on it. Uh, yeah, the chest is unlocked. And that it just opens is up. handy indeed. Uh, great. I'm going to... Uh, how much can it carry? Um, Retrieve an item from an open container. More than 10 pounds. Easy. I can't carry more than 10 pounds either. So I'm going to have it grab my, uh, again, it's like this foot by foot bum bag. It's like a satchel that you wore sort of like a fanny pack and have it kind of slide the thing through the door for me. Uh Yeah. Do you, uh, does anybody want their, um, do you have anything precious to you in any of those chests? Or no, I don't. Do you want? Yes, please. Brought in, you hit him, and it's gonna go back over to the Raylo chest, flip it open. What's in there? I assume I at least have my bow and it's arrows all, it's in there. Basically, all your starting equipment that you would have that you would have had is in each of these chests. Yeah, which I believe you should be able to pick up all that stuff because it's not like yeah, as long maybe, as it's not no, like not, a glaive or like a huge <laughs> plate armor. I, or something. I can't. <laughs> my iron pot, you can't get, oh. but everything else is fine. <laughs> What's your uh, okay. what's your telekine, tele, what's your mage hand weight limit? Ten pounds. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Oh, it, it, it get the pot. Yeah. But you can't yeah, the get pot it the, the, the pot. Probably won't fit through. It's like, the, cling, <laughs> cling. Yeah. Cling. They forget the fuck. They forget the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you should have specified that before. All right, drop it then. You heard him. Don't drop it all. You all have really oh. mastered the art of subtlety. Okay, so now how there's no fucking uh, magic alarm, you just did the physical one instead. I mean, apparently. we could be having all sorts of... There should be all sorts of shenanigans going on around here. I wouldn't worry about I, it. 
we we must collect our fucking things and we have to go down. Oh, he hit him double time. Go, go, go. And I'm going to have the mage hand uh, quickly flip open the other chest and drag whatever can fit through these bars. How big is the piss hole? Because I might have to grease myself up with some of the steak juices on the plate so I can get down it because it's... Oh, those plates have been wiped clean and stowed. <laughs> the piss hole, Stephen? Uh, it's we can get some grease up. A medium-sized creature, uh, even the larger medium-sized creatures... Uh, can fit through it. Just it'll be tight. Uh, from from Zinc's chest, uh, which I'm assuming is also within within uh, Mirage's ability to to pilfer from. Is that right? I assume so. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a uh, a dagger, which probably can fit through all right. Um. There's gonna be a small like a like a belt that has like a bunch of little pouches in it, and there's going to be a long stick that has like a dried frog skewered through it with the stick that has like a, a mushroom growing out of its mouth. That's his that's his druidic focus. Okay. And ten pounds of rope. Easy. Um, as this is taking time. Uh, because some of these items are having to be brought like one at a time to get through get mm-hmm. through the bars. Um, Bert, uh, as you're kind of spending time in this room, uh, sort of similar to the the um, tally marks, uh, you find on your bed frame, uh, sort of carved in in the wood, uh, roughly uh, it says it starts again. Nothing is real. <laughs> And uh, you, uh, but you said Bert, Bert, Bert. Am I saying that right? Bert, Bert, Bert. Bert. It's Bert. Bert. Right. Uh, what? Did you like me to pull something out of that chest for you? Yeah, I honestly can't believe they took an old man's cane. Seems a bit in uh, humane to me, if you will. But <laughs> don't I'd deny like an old man his cane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that joke. I'm bringing it through the uh, <laughs> bars as we speak. And if you could uh, grab me pocket watch out of there as well, I'd be uh, well obliged. A pocket watch, I um, family heirloom, or uh, and I'm sending the mage hand back over to get it. Something like that. I'll hand it over as it's pulled through the bars. I'm definitely going to. Uh, as the mage hand retrieves it, I'm going to like take it in hand and do a really quick look over this item. Uh, as it's the only shiny thing that's been brought through the bars. I just want to look at it. I'll hand it over. Yeah, as you take like a, a little peep inside, I assume, because it's like one of those ones you can like flip open in your hand. So I assume you do mm-hmm. like the real quick flip open. Um, and it is a pocket watch, um, but it also appears to be doubling as a locket. Um, and inside on the top, uh, that isn't the watch face, you see... Uh, like a haphazardly pasted in a uh, tiny illustration of uh, what appears to be another uh, bespectacled owl. Um, this one younger. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I say nothing. Um, but I, if you are perceptive even a little bit, uh, you would definitely catch that Mirage gives Bert a look or two, a quick double take, and then hands the watch over. Bert sort of catches it but does nothing about it and is instead unscrewing the top of um, his staff and taking a swig out of it. Oh, that's an ostrich. So, um, we going through this hole then. Zinc's got one of the rope uh, tied off to something nearby and secure. The other end is going 
down the hole until it goes plosh. Okay. Yeah, and that's about... You said you have 40 feet of rope? Uh, it is uh, it's a 50-foot length of rope. 50? 50, 50, yeah. Okay. Uh, you need about 30 of it to get to the I'll hole. Add, right. I'll, uh, maybe 35 uh, with, with will, tying it. I will... Uh, yes, I will add mine and do a fisherman's knot to connect both ropes together so we can make one line to reach down that far. And as as it's all tied down, uh, who's going down first? Oh, Zink will go down first. Zink gets uh, gets on the gets on the rope and just starts sort of like butt scooching his way down, just sort of. Whirp, 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 whirp. Really, I guess the rope's just here in case I want to climb back up. Burp, burp, burp. Sort of like pushing himself down this hole. So as you once you once you get through the the I don't know it's maybe two feet thick of of stone or whatever, um, and you get down. Um, it's a fairly large um, sort of like sewer, not well kept, but you can see the structures kind of upholding everything else around. Your feet hit the bottom. Um, and you kind of instantly go up to your knees in like sludge and filth and yeah, it's it's gross down there. Um, as that happens, uh, who's who's going next? Uh, I'll go. Okay. And this chute that they're going down, it's not a straight drop; it's like at an angle, so they're like sliding down. No, it's essentially it's a, it's essentially just straight down. Oh, okay, okay. If Raylo needs help, as soon as they get like shoulder level, I'll just help push them down <laughs> into the hole. Shove. Just sort of shove. You got, like, here you go. Helping you get down. Uh, okay, thanks. I'm not, like, stepping on his head or anything. It's not like <laughs> just, like, forcing him down. Like, pushing his shoulders down. Um, so, Raylo, as you're about halfway down, uh, and, um, Zink, gosh, I'm, I'm having a really hard time getting used to your characters. I almost said cause. Um, <laughs> You're doing great so far. Leaving you. Uh, and Zinc, you kind of you feel this like thick mud-like stuff that's that's going up up your your legs. Um, what is your AC? Zinc's AC. Uh, I guess we don't, don't, I didn't get the armor out because it was probably it was too big to pick the bar. So his AC is coming in at a hot twelve. Okay. Uh, I need you to make a deck save. Right on. Right on. Right on. That is going to be... Oh, now it's disadvantage, so uh, I'll take the monster again here. Seven. Seven. Um, just reading. I put in my head, I was like, before we do any adventuring, we should probably just take like a quick nap, right? And like lose mm-hmm. this level of exhaustion. But in reality, I was like, going down the hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, as that happens... Um, this sludge around your leg starts climbing up your body. Zing <gasps> doesn't like this. And engulfs you. So, oh. Raylo, you watch as this whole large bugbear just gets engulfed by this, like, dark, muddy, amber-looking thing that's very clearly alive. And, Zinc, you cannot breathe, and you are restrained. And I need you to roll a d4. <laughs> Four. Okay. Um, and as this thing is surrounding you, um, you feel your some of like the just the ends of your fur start to harden, um, almost like they're turning to stone. And we're gonna have to find out what happens next time. Oh. What?
Hey, thanks for listening to The Endless Dark. If you enjoyed this, um, you're intrigued by the characters or the story or whatever it may be, uh, please join our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash Academy. For as little as $2, you get access to everything on there. Um, and that helps us make um, a better show, pays for the subscriptions and all sorts of different things that we need to, to help make this happen. Uh, and uh, we enjoy doing it. So check that out. And if not, hope you enjoyed this little this little episode. Also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code FayForge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fandamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefandamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff uh they have a lot of great articles a lot of other great podcasts um check them out and with that i am your dungeon master steven uh you can find me on twitter at the underscore bad dm my name is ian gould and you can find me on twitter at ing gould hey i'm chris i like to hang out you can do so alongside me on twitter at kiss of hemlock hey i'm adelaide gardner you can find me at oh adelaide Hi, I'm Emily, or M, and you can find me at Emily Irv, that's E-M-I-L-Y-E-R-V, on Twitter and Instagram. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Kritz on Twitter and on Twitch. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Faithforge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. try to kill Bo first. Nice. Adelaide, are you hearing this? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least Dad doesn't love me the least. <laughs> yeah. Oh Can you see now, Michael? Uh, do you feel it now, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> oh, Art thou feeling it now, Mr. Krabs?